Future Forexers, thank you for joining me once again on Real Estate with Kelly. This podcast is designed for real estate entrepreneurs to thrive. We do interviews, solo episodes, and sometimes we let you in on some coaching sessions. Lots of variety here on this podcast. I'm a busy agent out here in the beautiful Fraser Valley area of British Columbia, Canada, and I've interviewed people from all over North America talking about our favorite subject, real estate. Today, I have a very special treat for you. We are going to be hearing from a mega agent from Vancouver, BC, Mr. John Tsai. I really enjoyed this interview because he is a guy who, who's been through it and he's, and he's reaching back down and he's helping people to get where he is. He began his real estate career in 2006 where he did only two transactions his first year. Fast forward to 2022, he has 14 team members currently. He's onboarding two more during the interview, he told me that, and he's on track to do 300 transactions this year. He's a major influencer in the real estate world, so check out his Instagram and his Facebook and his YouTube channels and everything, and it's all under Sai Real Estate, T-S-A-I Real Estate, T-S-A-I Real Estate. He's got some very cool short form videos there and definitely look for John everywhere where social media is happening. He has a big presence online. I love his heart to share and how open he is about his own personal challenges. He's a true champion in this industry and I'm very honored to have had the opportunity to interview John, not only once, but I actually did it twice. The funny thing is we did an interview back in the winter of 2021 and it was amazing. We just had this awesome conversation, but I forgot to record it. I didn't hit record. I lost the whole conversation. So this is actually technically our second interview and he was gracious enough to return again and give us his time. So without further ado, let's get to the conversation and I'm sure that you're going to get some fantastic tidbits out of this chat. John Sai, thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy, crazy schedule uh, to be here with us today and give value back to the real estate industry. And I just really appreciate you taking the time to be here. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Thanks for having me. And it's uh, always uh, a great opportunity for me to share my experience and how we can help uh, give some more value back to the community. So thanks. Thanks for having me. And you know, yeah, I'm honored to have you here. The, uh, you know, I was, um, I, I felt great being part of your team meeting uh, I don't know if that was two months ago now, like time yeah. so fast, but months, yeah, yeah. I mean, a quick half hour thing and, and being part of that. And just the fact that you're doing that, I had no idea. I thought you and I were just going to be talking for a half hour <laughs> and I get on and there's all these people there and everything. And I thought, that's awesome. Like these people <laughs> are coming in, they're chiming in, they're there. And, uh, no, that was really cool. I hope that was some value for your people. And oh, super helpful. Thank you. And, and a lot of people on uh, Facebook also got a lot of value. So Great. Know, it's all good. And, uh, you know, I, we, we sent you the clip, right? And yes. you were able to repurpose that. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's great. Yeah. Thank you for that. Oh, so super stuff. Like, you know, that's the thing, you know, I, I love talking to people that aren't necessarily here to beat their chests and talk about how great they are. You know what I mean? When you get to a certain place, you want to reach down and kind of go, okay, guys, how can we help? Right. And, yeah. and we don't all get there. Not everybody gets there. Right. Everybody's a lot of people stay in that survival mode or they stay in that kind mm -hmm. of beaten through the bushes mode still. And they never seem to get out of it. Yeah. And and, you know, that's part of the reason I do this. You right. know, I, I, I think, you know, I call it getting from survive to thrive and and to get to what is thrive. Well, that's different for everybody. 
but I think you're going to know it when you're, when your heart changes and, and you, you stay humble within the process and you turn around and go, okay, I need to help some people here. And how can I bring them along and share what I've gone through and maybe stop them from stepping into the potholes that I stepped in or going down paths that, I, you know, they don't need to go down stuff like that. And exactly. so super appreciate you being here. Um, yeah. Just for the audience, let's real quick go back into time to where you started because you started differently than a lot of people here in Canada. And uh, you were born in, in Taiwan back in 1991 and then you came to Canada. So tell us a little bit about that. Oh, I, I was born in 1980. Immigrated over here for me to have a better life, right? And back then it was rough being an Asian kid uh, growing up, um, you know, didn't know any English, right? So I think that right there, um, my upbringing toughened me up. Mm -hmm. Because if you were to go through that type of setback, like, you know, people bullying, you know, because mm -hmm. I didn't speak the language and, you know, just couldn't communicate, growing up like that uh, gave me some grit. Give yeah. me some grit. And then, you know, then it pushed me through high school. And that wasn't easy either. But high school is no easy, not easy for anybody. Yeah. Because, you know, hormones and all that, you're just trying to figure yourself out. And you have all this stuff that you, you know, you're going through. And then university. And so, you know, with that, uh, during all that period, my mom and dad weren't really here. Mm -hmm. So I had to really fend for myself. Yeah. It wasn't too bad. I mean, like, you know, my mom and dad did well. Mm -hmm. And so financially, I didn't have to worry about food, clothes, nothing like that. Right. Yeah. It was just like more in here, you know, the bullying, the the yeah. racism that I dealt with. Um, but it really did toughen me up. Mm -hmm. um, but also from home, my mom and dad were always harping on me. Mm -hmm. Right. They, they, they were more like the reverse psychology type of Asian parents, which I think all Asian parents are like, you're no good. <laughs> You're going to amount to nothing. Like based on your, your current habits right now, you're going to be shit when you grow up. <laughs> right. So that's what I had. And it's very typical. Yeah. Um, but growing up, obviously I didn't understand that. Right. That's what mm. mom and dad, you know, mm. that's their tactic. And that's the best way they knew how, Yeah. because yeah. that's the way they grew up. Yeah. Um, but knowing that all of that experience when I was younger made me like have a chip on my shoulder. Mm-hmm meaning I had to really prove myself to everybody, mm -hmm. to the people that I met in elementary school who bullied me, mm -hmm. to the people that said I was no good, to myself that I would tell myself I was no good, mm -hmm. especially to my father, you know, who would tell me I would amount to nothing. Yeah. Right. And, um, you know, so I took that based on all my experience, um, was fortunate enough to stumble upon um, real estate. Mm -hmm. And I'll, I'll tell you the story, how I stumbled upon it. Yeah. Uh, I was back in Taiwan taking a vacation back in 2002. I met this man who was, you know what, 42 years old. Um, and I was 22 years old. And I'm like, wait a minute, it's Tuesday at noon and you're working out. Don't you have to work? And yeah. he was, a, a, you know, a Caucasian man in Taiwan. Right. And I'm like, That's pretty odd. Right. It's like, you know, you stuck out like a sore thumb already. Like, what are you doing here? And he's like, hey, you know what? Do whatever I want. I'm re retired. Um, I built a language school out here in Taiwan and then I, I sold it 
and I put it into real estate and the real estate rental income that I'm getting from that, um, I'm, re, you know, I'm financially free. Yeah. I said, wow, I want that. <laughs> what book can you recommend me? Yeah. Right. And he said, rich dad, poor dad, you know, all, I had graduated from UBC then, and I had never read in any textbook in, it, in, in its entirety, none of them. Yeah. Um, and then from there on, I was exposed to, okay, rich dad, poor dad, and I exposed to other mentors and coaches along the way. And finally, there was enough pain for me to say, Hey, you know what? Um, if I wanted to really invest in real estate, uh, based on the book, it was all mm-hmm. about rental income, exceeding your, mm-hmm. your monthly expenses. So based on that book, I wanted to buy more real estate so I can become financially free. It took me four years to get my license. Finally. Yeah, and I did Right. I, I, I want to say this because it's I don't know if it's ironic, but today I'm 42 years old. Yeah. Interesting. Right. And, and you know, I can tell the story. I've become that guy. Yeah. So I want to be that guy where I'm showing up at two on a Tuesday afternoon and a 20 year old would come up to me. Hey, man, what do you do for work? <laughs> and I want to be like, this is what I do. And I can help you do that, too. Yeah. So this is now me giving back. Yeah. Right? And um, I, I wish I could find that man. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it changed my life. Right. You know, and he doesn't even know it. Yeah, and, I know. I know. You know, but you know what I what I love about you, too, and you don't even know how many lives you're changing doing what you're doing all the time. Right. Thank you, you are doing it. It's Thank just you. that, you know, you're not sitting in a gym and some some Taiwanese kid bumps into you. <laughs> you know, what <laughs> I mean? like you're 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 consciously doing it. Right. You did it by accident. Right. And, and so, uh, you know, I'm not going to put you in the same camp as him at all. I don't, I don't think so, but thank Mm. God you met him. Right. Like, thank God I met him. That's a TSN turning point. You know, it's funny. Everybody has that. Everybody has that little kind of turning point thing. And, and, you know, the will, like the, the actual grit and the, the driving force can't be manufactured by anybody. No one can manufacture that. That has, you have to make, that has to be in you already somehow, yeah. whether it's sitting down, figuring out your why, doing some gold setting, reading them every single day, you know, making that why emotional and, you know, whatever it is and, and, you know, storyboards and vision boards and whatever it takes. Yeah. But take the time to do that, to get there. And yours was, I got to prove dad wrong. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like that was probably a big one. And, yeah, huge, huge. and there was a day in our last conversation that was not recorded. Unfortunately, I remember you saying there was a day that dad said he was proud of you. And that was a pivotal moment for you. Yeah. So just to kind of rewind back to our last conversation, you know, coming into real estate in 2006, I had to really prove myself, yeah. uh, to my dad and to my family and to everybody that, hey, you know what? No matter what, I'm going to be a success. And so it had me work seven days a week, 12, 14 hour days mm-hmm. to no end. And I was just grinding and barely scraping by. And I was $90,000 in debt at one point. Mm-hmm. But I got through it. And as I was, my career was just about to take off. You could see signs of like, you know, he's going to do okay. Mm-hmm. Right, because you got out of that grind, and I just paid off all my debt. My dad got sick. Mm-hmm. Dad got sick, and um, you know, I, I I didn't even know how sick he was. Um, but mom told me that he has trouble breathing. 
I'm like, what? Like, where did this come from? Right. Cause my dad, um, when we first moved over here, he was 55 and he, he went to, to Banff and he took off his shirt. Right. And on top of the frozen lake. Yeah. And I'm like, man, he's like way, like way younger than his age, but he yeah. got old fast. Mm. And, you know, he had been on medication for years, but I never knew this because Asian men, you know, want to save face. They never want to seem weak to their children. Sure, so he sure. never shared that with me, but little did I know he has seven stints in his heart. Yeah. He was having a hard time for years. And at that time, I said, okay, well, what now? And the doctor was like, well, we have to go and do a surgery. You got quadruple bypass. I'm like, that sounds really intense. Is he going to make it? Yeah. I said, yes, 98%. He's going to come out just fine. Mm. And so he goes into the operation room, comes out, and uh, he's good, but he's delirious for like a week. Didn't eat proper meals and didn't know who we were. And on day seven, he came back to life. He came back to his senses. And I remember this plain as day because mom had left uh, back home. My sister had left back home. I was the only one there with him alone. And, you know, I had been working hard and he sat me down and he said, Hey, um, the Sai family is yours. Mm. I'm like, what are you talking about? That's what are you talking about? Right. And I'm like, there's no way I got two older brothers. They're 54 and 55 today. They're a lot older. So I'm like, I got two older brothers and one older sister. What do you mean Sai family is mine? He's like, you know, I'm proud of you, what, what you've done, right? The Sai family is yours. I said, ah, don't, don't say that. You're still the man of the family. You're going to be out of here in a week. Yeah. You know, we're going to go eat uh, Sun Zui You know what Sun Zui is? a Chinese restaurant. He loves, you know, you know Alaska yeah. crab, all that bad stuff. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so I said, get some rest. I'll be back tomorrow. And that was 10 o'clock at night. And, you know, we get a call three o'clock in the morning. The nurse was like, I think you better come down here to the hospital. I was like, what's going on? Right. So we go myself and my wife and um, five o'clock in the morning, doctor comes out, you know, he, uh, he said, uh, he, he said one word and then I didn't hear anything after that. He said, right. unfortunately, I'm like, oh, no. Yeah. So he was gone. Right. And yeah. uh, this belief right away kicked in and I'm like, okay, he told me that I, the Sai family is mine for a reason. He told me that he was probably, because he knew, I think he knew he, he, he was gone. Sure he did. Right. But why I bring that up is because I have worked so many years, seven days a week, 12, 14 hour days, never saw my parents. Mm-hmm. When my parents call me, I would end the call because I'm working. Mm-hmm. And I want to prove you guys that I'll be a successful business yeah. person to make you proud. Yeah. But what was the point of that when I didn't have time with my dad? Yeah. Right. And so, you know, back then it was from 2006 to 2013 it was all like, I'm going to prove you wrong, dad. <laughs> yeah. But once he said that 2013, it's not like I felt a burden, but I felt like I had to prove him right now that I was going to be, yeah. you know, taking over the side family. That's right? an honor. So I, that's a it's huge an honor. honor. It's a huge honor, especially being the youngest, youngest child. And, and now, you know, I, I really have to take that on and say, Hey, you know what? Mom is getting up there too. And uh, I have to take care of mom. Mm-hmm. And um, I'll be there for my older siblings as well. So mm-hmm. no pressure, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I really have to step up. Yeah. 
right? So that that this is where I'm at today is is that I'm I'm stepping up, whether it's for my my team, my company, you know, my my revenue share group, uh, you know, all my friends. And I got two little girls right now. My wife, I, I got to step up and I got to show up. Yeah. So I'm showing up. Yeah. Where I'm at. Good for you. Thank you. Because that's a real man, isn't it? Showing up for everybody. It's, it's, yeah. you know, you, you, you see a lot of guys walking around pounding their chests about being a big man, but the big man is the guy who takes care of everybody. And, yeah. you know, yeah. and, and that's, and that's, uh, yeah, that was, that was probably a, a big pivotal time in your life. And so it's funny, the same motivation, right? It's the same motivation. I'm going to prove you wrong, Dad. But you know what? You, you need to do it. Like, everybody, you still got to hear this. When you're growing your business, I call it liftoff, right? The pilot, the pilot has, there's no negotiation with the plane. That throttle got, is, has to be all the way down or the plane's not lifting off. Yeah. Right. They do all the checks They do all the stuff. It's got to hit a certain speed or that plane is not getting up. Correct. Once it gets up in the air and it's 30,000 feet or whatever, it can let off the throttle. Otherwise yeah. it's going to burn out the engines. Right. Yeah. But you got to get to lift off. And so, yes, you got to go through it. There's going to be tougher times. There's going to be times where you're questioning, you know, whether or not you're in the right business, you're, you're going to be questioning whether anybody thinks that you, you can do a job for them, or maybe they think you look funny. Maybe they think you talk funny. Maybe they think whatever it is that you're all insecure about and you're comparing to others, you're going to go through all that. Everybody's yeah. going to go through all that. Right. Yep. But keep working, keep your head down, keep the, keep the throttle down and you'll get to lift off. When you get to lift off, you get to ease off. You actually get to, you can put yeah. people in place. The engines run a little bit easier. You're in yeah. high gear now, all that. Right. And so keep the hope alive. Right. And absolutely. And I, even today I'm, I'm, you know, I, I tell myself I have to keep my head down. I just, uh, I just watch, you know, I watch a lot of TikTok and <laughs> this, this one keeps coming up. It was Robert De Niro talking to Shia LaBeouf. Mm. And uh, some other, you know, uh, superstars in Hollywood. And you say, you know what? Just just calm down. Slow it down. You know, when things are good, just you got to calm down. Mm. Right? And you just got to keep moving forward. Keep showing up. Mm -hmm. Keep showing up. But stay steady because it can be taken away just like that. Yeah. So when things are good, keep going. Yeah. Right? Don't get too pompous. Don't get too cocky about it because mm -hmm. it can be gone. Mm -hmm. And when things are bad, keep going, do the same thing, even keel. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. So mm -hmm. I thought that was a really good one because people would celebrate too much. Yeah. <laughs> right. And then, you know, you just know, you know, that, that, the, the, the contrast, some bad things are just around the corner. So yeah. enjoy it, but sure. keep your head down. Yeah. 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 No, love it. Absolutely. Yeah. The engines don't turn off when the plane gets up there. I mean, the engines don't no, run. No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> We're not but just it keeps coasting. us alive, right? I mean, <laughs> what else are we going to do? Like just retire and do nothing? No, we're not yeah. going to do that either. Yeah. There's no right? footprint in that. Absolutely. Exactly. No, that's awesome. And um, so, yeah. So let's talk about what you, where you're at now. So what's going on? You got uh, a, a big team. Yeah, yeah. You know, since the last time we talked, I've actually expanded a little bit more. So now we're up to 14 agents and uh, onboarding another two. And, Good. you know, this this year, our production will, I think um, at this point, we're probably on track for about 
this is crazy, like 300, I think. 300 mm-hmm. transactions, but you know, market's starting to show signs of slowing down. So maybe, you know, mm-hmm. our goal was 200 closed and 250, you know, firm deals, whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, but that's definitely a, a victory from the past. Cause when I joined EXP it was, we were at uh, 110 deals. I was, you know, one, um, one agent, myself listing agent, and then three buyers agents. Mm-hmm. And today, you know, I'm out of production. Mm-hmm. And I'm running the team. So that's where I'm at. Our revenue share group just hit over 650. Wow. Um, so I'm going to keep building that. And, um, you know, with the time that I have, I want to be able to create even other sources of income so that I'm not relying heavily on any one of them. Mm-hmm. And the rest of the time I'm spending with my girls and, and my wife. Mm-hmm. That, that's where I'm at right now. And I allocate um, some blank space in my calendar to solely help my group or people who reach out to me yeah, and just say, Hey, I want to chat with you about real estate. How can I go to the next level? Yeah. Um, doesn't mean they need to join EXP or anything like that, but I get these, all these messages from, um, agents or non-agents who wanted to get into real estate. And I'm just happy to chat, happy to help. Just like, you know, the guy that helped me inadvertently. Yeah. Like you said, I'm doing it intentionally and I want to be of value. And, you know, this, this one's overused, but if you get to help enough people to get what they want, you'll eventually get what you want. And I think I'm in that position where, you know, financially we're okay. Mm -hmm. So I let my, my foot off the gas on chasing that paycheck. Yeah. But in fact, um, the money is coming. Yeah. When I focus more on contribution, it's a funny thing. It's a funny thing. I'm sure you know how that is. Oh, unbelievably. And I'm in the early stages of all that. And I totally get it. Um, Mm -hmm. It's, and you know, it it has to be unconditional. (laughs) Right? Like, you know, I I look at it, I'm in in a different stage than you. You're actually at a stage where you could probably just go, you know what, guys, I'm just chilling. Like, I'm just going to talk to some people two hours a day and hang out with my family the rest of it. You, you could probably get away with it, almost. I, almost, almost. But it goes against every fiber of your being, <laughs> right? To, you know to where do, I'm at. That's, that's where right? I'm at, yeah. It, it's because it's, it, it's not about that anymore. It's not about getting to a place where you pull out the lawn chair, right? Like that's not what it's about. It, you know, it's getting to that point where you're, like you said, you're not chasing, Yeah. you know, you know, you're not trying to, you know, you're out of survival, you're in to thrive. And now how many people can I bring with me and get them to thrive? Exactly. And look, look at, look at what Glenn's doing today. Yeah. Right? I oh. mean, he, he, he's doing a tour when he doesn't have to on his own time, on his own dime, he's driving from Calgary today right? He's doing an event today in Calgary, and then he's driving to Vancouver doing our event. And then he's flying down to Portland, and then to LA. And he's a billionaire. He's financially free. He doesn't need to do all this. Yeah, he does (laughs) not need to do all this. So what's driving him like, I really want to find out, right? And you got to have that bigger purpose. Mm -hmm. And you know, one of my other um, friends, if you will, Aaron Novello, um, he told me, we have a finite game. The finite game is how much money I'm going to make uh, this year. How much money I'm going to make uh, five years, 10 years, mm-hmm. right? How many families do I want to help this year? Whatever. But the infinite game, mm-hmm. the infinite game is the one that you're always playing is 
How can I become a better leader? Because mm-hmm. that never ends. How can I become a better human being? Because that game never ends. I could keep playing it. Mm. Right. But you know, the money thing, the the selling homes thing, that that is a finite game. So mm-hmm. as long as we all are playing an infinite game with a purpose, you'll never burn out. Yeah. Right? That's what I'm about to learn from Glenn tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is amazing. That event is going to be fantastic. And uh, and I'm not sure when this podcast is going to come out, so we won't get into the to promote the event necessarily. Yeah, yeah, but no, no, no. but, yeah. but it, it, you know, it's worth talking about. Um, you're organizing a uh, or we're we're put to organize this huge event, and a lot of heavy hitters are coming out. Glenn Sanford being one of them, the owner of EXP, like you say, doing a road tour that he doesn't have to do. You know, no. we got we have the world. We have workplace, we have videos he's putting on all the time. Like we have the, the functions coming up in June soon where we're going to see him. And, and there's stuff going on all the time where he can touch the people of EXP and be with them and influence them. Yes. But he's not, he's not relying on that. He's actually making on it. Like you said, on his own dime, on his own time. And he doesn't even need to, that's the kind of ownership here. It's the DNA of EXP is about reaching down, helping others, bringing them with you. It's not a competitive spirit at all. You know, yeah. there's, I, I, I used to talk about this uh, in my real estate office when I used to own a company and I used to say there's dependence, right? Like where we first get licensed and, and we're, and we're learning and, and we're, you know, we were dependent. Like we, we, we need the manager to help us. We need, maybe need some colleagues to help us out a little bit, get some training, get some coaches, whatever it is, we're dependent on that. And eventually we get to a place where we're feeling a little more independent, right? Where, you know, it's all about me. It's what I can do. I believe I can do this. And I'm building beliefs in myself and my own independence and my own abilities. And I, and I start to feel pretty good about that. And we want everybody to get there. Yeah. But, but the most powerful is interdependence. Uh, yes. Where we're all better together. Yeah. We help each other better together. We're, you know, who you hang out with means something right? Like negative or positive, but inter interdependence is the most powerful of them all. And, and that, if, 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 if we're to tell that story and talk about the three levels, that's where EXP is. Yeah, absolutely. hundred percent. They're there. And yeah. that's what I love about the company. And, and I just think it's, and so many people get caught up in the, the fact that they have all these agents calling them, trying to recruit them or whatever, you know, you get, you get that going on and they get hung up on it. They think it's a multi-level, but it's not, it's, it is pure it, at its soul core is about win-win. Yeah. And, and, uh, and, and the power of interdependence. So anyway, that's, uh, I won't get too far on that, but yeah, I, you're getting close to running out of time here. So we'll start to wrap this up. In your experience working with all these people, you have an organization of 600. Congratulations on that. 600. Thank that's you. amazing. Thank you. And you're growing your personal team, your power team yeah. right now, 14 plus two agents coming on board. Um, I'm seeing you're posting sales, new listing sales, new listings. It's kind of getting sickening, to be honest with you. I'm, getting, <laughs> I'm just <laughs> no, but, thank you. <laughs> no, it's awesome. It's beautiful. I love seeing it. It's it's wonderful. So I'm seeing that. I'm watching all the time. And uh, so that's fantastic. Shoot, you're you're on track for 300 transactions. That's amazing. You know? I think so. I mean, uh, at this point, um, you know, first quarter, we're upwards of 80, uh, 82 closed and pending. Yeah. So by those numbers, yes, but you never, you just never know. But again, we're going to keep our heads down. 
Oh, for sure. And you know what, though, I will say this and, and uh, the market, yeah, the market is doing a change right now. I think it's doing a yeah. shift. Mm -hmm. And I will say personally, me, this is just me, Kelly, but I do better in a balanced market. I actually, mm -hmm. I can work with, I can attract more buyers. Yes. I can get them on the list. I can start working with them. Mm -hmm. I get a little more lead time on listings. We're starting to put things together. Buyers get to have conditions on the offers. People start wanting to sell because they know they can buy. Like yeah. there was, there was a lot of that going on where people were going, why? Well, I, I, I don't know if I, can I can't sell, sell I don't want to get I out of the market. Buy. Yeah. Right. That created yeah. a shortage in itself. Yeah. And, yeah. and that perpetuated the shortage. Yes. <laughs> right. Absolutely. It was like its own worst enemy. And so now I think we're seeing the, the inventory start to grow. So I actually think still go after listings people because there's those people that have been waiting to feel like they could actually buy something and that weren't selling because of it. Exactly. And, exactly. and, and they always want to know when the crest is. Everybody wants to know when the, the only time you really know is when it starts to go down. Right. So, exactly. <laughs> so, you know, I think we're getting there. So anyway, there's super opportunity. And I think there's opportunity in any market, whether it's, you know, balanced market, buyer's market, seller, there's always opportunity. And, that's right. and uh, anyway, so I wish you all the best on that hitting your goals. I think that's fantastic. Thank you. Thank you. So let's do this. If you were to go back to 2006, when you first started in real estate and you could tell yourself one thing that you think would make a big difference in how you, how you did real estate, as an example, what would you tell yourself? Uh, I wouldn't change a thing. You know, the debt that I went through, the, the hardship that I went through, every mistake that I've ever made, I wouldn't change a thing. Yeah. I wouldn't tell myself to avoid these things because they made me who I am today. The only thing that I would tell my younger self is enjoy the journey. Yeah. yeah. Be in the now. Yeah. And enjoy every single day. Yeah. Right. And, you know, it, it probably would have been a lot more enjoyable because, I was never in the now. I was always tomorrow. I was always thinking about five years later. Mm. How come I'm not as successful as I want to be? Right. In fact, um, you know, I never focus on today. Like how much, how long have I come? You know, how far have I come? How blessed I already am. Mm -hmm. Those are all important. So if I were to give myself that advice, it would be much better. So for younger agents out there, focus on today. Just get 1% better and keep your head down, keep swimming forward. That's it. That's all you got to do. I love that answer. That, that is a phenomenal answer because Thank you. it doesn't avoid it. it it's, no. it's embrace it. Like walk into the storm, do what you got to do. Get yeah. to, you will come out the other side and Absolutely. you got to keep walking. You got to keep stepping. You got to yes, keep sir. trudging away. And, and it's going to feel like it sometimes. And I'm not, you know, I don't want to make it sound horrible. There's some, there's so many amazing things that happen in real estate. Like I love getting hugs. We can start to hug again pretty soon. <laughs> yeah, too, sure. right? You know, when you sell someone a house and they're all excited, first time buyers. Oh my gosh. Like, come here. So, you know, there's some great things in real estate. It's a wonderful business. And, and I think I'm running out of time for you. You got to get going. And uh, I just want to say real quick, thank you so much, John Sai. If they need to get a hold of you, want to get to know more about you, um, how, do, how do we do that? Yeah, Sai Real Estate, T-S-A-I Real Estate on all platforms. You can reach me there, uh, DM me, um, shoot me a text, anything you need. I'm, I'm here to help. Awesome. Okay, Sai Real Estate. So T-S-A-I Real Estate. Look for that anywhere on all the platforms. That's right. And uh, you'll see what he's doing. He's doing some great short form videos and 
reports <laughs> and a bunch of stuff. So yeah, keep in touch with John. He's always got good information in short form type stuff. So look for that, watch for that, follow him, get to know him a little bit. And Thank you. Uh, yeah, and uh, all the best on the event tomorrow. I, uh, Thank you, sir. I, I hope you can make it, but if not, well, we'll let you know for the next one. We'll do it all together. Yeah, I, yeah, I'd love to, I'd love to get there. I, I wasn't sure. I thought it was a private event. Honestly, I did actually. I didn't realize. <laughs> it's um, all good. So, but anyway, all the best to you on that. Thank you. Good. Thanks, Kelly. Thank you for your time. We'll see you soon. You bet. Thanks for everything. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Wow, what a fantastic conversation. I hope you got some value out of this episode this week. I hope you're able to identify with some of the parts of John's story. I know I did. So if you're fairly new in the industry or maybe you're struggling, maybe maybe you're doubting whether or not real estate's for you, or you feel like every time you take a step forward, you get knocked back two steps. I want to encourage you. You have within you everything that you need to succeed. But you know what? You got to take care of the details. You got to continue to nurture those relationships and continue to keep accountable to your goals. Don't celebrate too early. Put your head down and get to liftoff. You can do it. Remember that quote that John said, if you get to help others get what they want, you will get what you want eventually. Love that quote. Live your life that way and you can't help but succeed. Take care. Go out there. Win the day. Make a great day.